Fellowship Church devotional podcast to make sure you have the spiritual nourishment that you need to make it through these difficult times. Have you ever felt like you failed too bad? That you let the Lord down and there's no way that He could ever use you? In times like these, we can find encouragement from the scriptures. Today's topic, failure can be overcome. Our passage today comes from Mark chapter 14, verses 43 through 52. Let's go to the scriptures. Verse 43. And immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a crowd with swords and clubs, from the chief priests and scribes and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Seize him and lead him away under guard. And when he came, he went up to him at once and said, Rabbi, and he kissed him. And they laid hands on him and seized him. But one of those who stood by drew a sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Jesus said to him, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you didn't seize me, but let the scriptures be fulfilled. And they all left him and fled. And a young man followed him, with nothing but a linen cloth around his body. And they seized him, but he left the linen cloth and ran away naked. Look at what's taken place in just a few short hours. Jesus shared the Passover meal with his closest friends. He showed them the extent of his love by washing their feet. Peter declared emphatically that he would never leave the Lord. The disciples were to be watching while he was praying, but they fell asleep. They woke up in time to watch the Lord be betrayed by a close friend. Peter could have started a riot by cutting off the ear of the high priest's servant. Then all of them abandoned Jesus in his greatest time of need. One of them, John Mark, fled away naked when they seized him by his clothing. Out of all the failures mentioned, only one was beyond the point of no return. Judas. He followed Jesus for three years, but never trusted him as the Messiah. His heart was entangled by wealth as the group's treasurer, and may have had his eyes on a potential position in an earthly kingdom, but had no real interest in the kingdom of God. He was the one the scriptures called the doomed to destruction, so that the scriptures could be fulfilled. Yet Judas was in no way absolved of his responsibility for trusting Christ. Now all of the rest of them would forsake the Lord also, but every single one would return to the Lord and serve him even to the point of death. For the sake of this talk, we're going to focus on John Mark, also known as Mark. He was not considered one of the twelve apostles. He was one of Jesus' many other disciples outside that inner circle. Mark was very aware of the Lord's ministry, and church tradition suggests that the Passover meal they just celebrated was at his mother's house. Yet he fled naked to avoid trouble for being associated with Jesus. What a shame. However, the Lord would still use him. About 13 years later, Mark would join his cousin Barnabas and the Apostle Paul on a missionary journey as recorded in Acts chapter 12 and 13. You see, your failures don't disqualify you from service. But wait, there's more. In Acts chapter 13 verse 13, Mark abandons the mission trip and returns to Jerusalem. This upset Paul greatly. In fact, Mark's quitting irritated Paul so much that he refused to go on another trip with Barnabas who insisted on taking Mark. Imagine the weight of knowing that you let not only the Lord Jesus down, but now Paul. Talk about blowing it big time. Fortunately, God was able to use their disagreement to further his work. The Lord would use it to spread his gospel in two directions instead of just one. Barnabas would go with Mark, and Paul would take Silas. You can read about this at the end of Acts chapter 15. This isn't the end of Mark's story. 
Before the end of Paul's life, there was some restoration between the two. He tells the church at Colossae to welcome him, and by Paul's last letter, 2 Timothy, and before his martyrdom, Paul requests that Mark comes to visit him and calls him useful to his ministry. Before the end of his life, Mark would end up being an asset to Peter. They developed a close relationship, and it's believed that Peter was the source for Mark to write the Gospel of Mark. Can you believe that? The guy who fled arrest naked and ditched Paul and his cousin on a mission trip was used to write one of the four Gospels. Furthermore, it is held that Mark is responsible for taking the Gospel to Africa by preaching in Alexandria, Egypt. So, church family, no matter where you've been or what you've done, God can still use you. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God already knows your actions, your thoughts, and your words. So go ahead and clean the slate with Him. Then seek His will for what He has next for you to do. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we know we are all like Mark. We follow You and we fail You. We want to be close to You and want to be used by You but oftentimes we blow it. Father, forgive us. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on you and guide our steps. Use our hands and our words to further your kingdom. We cannot do this without you. We're encouraged that if you can use Mark like you did, then maybe somehow you can use us. We're asking that you would do just that. Use us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Join us here Monday through Friday for more devotions from the Bible Fellowship Church pastoral staff and on Sundays for our online services. Go to our website, www.bfcsevering.com, for more resources. Catch our services on YouTube and Facebook at BFC Family for service updates and other helpful articles. Have a blessed day.